This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by the Real Estate Masters Virtual Summit. The Real Estate Masters Virtual Summit is the biggest real estate event of the year. 42 superstar speaker presentations and live Q&A sessions over seven action-packed days starting June 1st. The best part is that it's 100% free for all listeners of Keeping It Real podcast. Join the event for access to exclusive content from the comfort of your own home. Do not miss out. Seating is extremely limited, so sign up today. Again, it's seven days of completely free training from dozens of industry experts. Visit realestatemasterssummit.com right now and sign up. Again, realestatemasterssummit.com. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with Chris Reed of the Real Estate Masters Summit, which all of you should go sign up for right now. But before we get to Chris and the great conversation we just had, I want to remind everyone that we are so thankful that you are a listener and supporter of this show. We are working on some big uh, additions to the show that we'll be announcing shortly, so stay tuned for that. Um, And also, as we continue to grow, we always ask you to help us, and we really only need you to do one thing, which is tell a friend. Think of one other real estate agent that could benefit from hearing from top producers about how to grow their business to become a top one percenter and send them a link to the show. You can always send them right to our website, keepingitrealpod.com, and also, please follow us on Facebook. We are at facebook.com forward slash Keeping It Real Pod. We post every episode we've ever done. And while we're recording our episodes, we actually stream them live right there on our Facebook page. So that way you don't have to wait for us to produce them. You can watch them as we're recording and see all of our screw ups along the way too. Uh, so again, follow, find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Keeping It Real Pod. And now onto our interview with Chris Reed. Today on the show, we have Chris Reed from Ardor SEO. Now, originally from Brisbane, Australia, Chris studied software engineering in the Queensland University at Queensland University of Technology. Pretty much as soon as he graduated, he moved to London to work in finance. Uh, when the financial crisis hit, Chris lost his job as nearly everyone in finance did, and he headed back to Australia with his tail between his legs. But Chris has always built desktop applications, so he wanted to learn web programming. And he decided to build a simple online game called Mob Warrior. As the game came to fruition, he thought, how do I get people to the web? website to play the game? Pretty important question, right? Well, Chris started to learn about search engine optimization, otherwise known as SEO, and then this marked the inception of what would become Ardor SEO. Now, our guest developed a simple system to get your message in front of your ideal customer to predictably grow your business. And that's exactly the system he is going to share with us today. Uh, Chris has designed and implemented this simple system 
for many individuals, including Avery Carl, who is one of the top 100 realtors in the United States. Now, this proven system is repeatable for any business and in any industry. And the best part is that our guest is so confident in his system that he guarantees successful results. Now, Chris will also be talking about our the upcoming Real Estate Masters Summit, which we are promoting heavily, and how the audience can get involved and benefit from this event. Now, let's welcome our guest coming all the way from Saigon, Vietnam, Mr. Chris Reed from Ardor SEO. Welcome, Chris. What an introduction, champ. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're super excited to have you. We should also mention before we get started that everyone should be signing up for the Real Estate Masters Summit. So everyone who is not driving a car at this moment, or if you're driving a car, please pull over and visit realestatemasterssummit.com. Again, realestatemasterssummit.com and sign up. There's, I think, 42 speakers, Chris being one of them, to teach you everything you need to know about how to be a successful real estate agent, or if you're already successful, how to get to the next level. And also visit Chris's company, ardorseo.com for all your SEO needs. But Chris, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Just as you mentioned there, like Avery Carl, she is amazing. I absolutely love working with her. She is one of our clients and she's speaking at the summit. And if you're a realtor, she's a woman to follow. She is a gun. Not only did she have a have a, a baby last year, she three hundred percent grew her business. Just just a an email that one a, a person that was looking to work with us, Avery sent an email to them recently, and I'll just read out the one line she wrote. She said, "I told her I sold fifty six million in real estate in twenty nineteen, and I sold one hundred and fifty eight million in twenty twenty. Wow." Hiring you guys and hiring more agents to help with the volume are the only two things I did different. I mean, like what a testimonial. And Avery is speaking at the summit and it's not like a podcast. She's doing a presentation. She's showing you exactly how she smashed her business growth whilst taking more time off to be with her baby. So man, if you want to be like heading towards, she's, she's on track to be one of the top 10 realtors in the U S. Do you know, it's really funny really funny that you mentioned her name because out of nowhere about three or four weeks ago, uh, what her publicist or who, whoever is uh, booking uh, a podcast for uh, reached out to us for Avery. And we, I think we have her booked on a future episode. So we're super excited to, uh, to speak to her just coincidentally. And we're speaking with you who helped fuel her success. So this is a, a nice coincidence. And I always like to, to meet the team even behind, you know, the face. Uh, and, and Avery, of course, is a huge success. And, and so, so, is, so are you as well as uh, Ardor SEO. So tell us a little bit about how you got into the SEO game and, and what that means for realtors. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, I, I worked in finance as a software engineer. I, you know, I, was, I was living high on the hog, thinking my, my ego was big as the sun, loving life up until the 2008 global financial crisis came and took my job away. Life sucked. I, you know, I'd, I'd been living in London, enjoying Europe with you know, lots of pounds sterling to, to in, enjoy my time. You know, I had to lick my wounds, head back to Australia. And what the hell am I going to do with my life? And there was no jobs to be had, in, especially in finance. So there's no way I could make the same sort of money I was making. You know, and being a computer geek, I built an online game, not particularly to be a businessman. I knew nothing about business, uh, just, just geeking out. And then I was like, well, how do you get people to a website to play the damn thing? I started st- studying about SEO, search engine optimization, how to get people to your website from Google. I discovered the secret of how Google works, which is backlinks. Build a bunch of backlinks to my website. It shot up in the rankings. I got heaps of traffic and I went, wow, this is super cool. 
and super valuable. And I've been doing it ever since. Well, it's, it's funny. I, I will tell you um, in a past life, uh, one of my sort of just side creative uh, gigs was to, I have a humor blog. And so I've been writing that for, for many, many years and it was somewhat popular. And what happened, so what Chris is talking about backlinks. And so backlinks, what they are is when other websites link to your website uh, through a hyperlink, right? So somebody might be writing an article on their blog saying, hey, you know, DJ just wrote this really funny article or, or maybe it's a real estate related thing and saying, hey, you should check that out. And so they're, they're gonna link back to your site. And then the search engines like Google, of course, take note and they follow those links and they say, okay, you know, it, it, first they'll, when they wanna look at the, uh, the originating website, that's linking to your website? Is it an authoritative site? Is it something where Google says, hey, you know, if, if CNN.com or, or any of the major news sites link to my blog, that's a pretty big deal. Well, none of them ever did, but but a lot of uh, smaller websites did. And so I started getting, um, you know, I started shooting up the rankings for terms that I didn't even ant anticipate uh, to, um, you know, to rank for. And at one point, uh, I was ranking for the uh, the word best blog, and I was number one uh, above. Um, and Chris, we lost Chris for a second. What I was telling Chris is, I got so many backlinks in uh, for my blog at, at the time. This is ten years ago or so, and I was actually ranking number two for the term. And, and just imagine the traffic for the term best blog. I was number two. I was behind Time Magazine's. 20 best blogs of whatever year that was. And somehow my, this is before Google kind of tightened up their policies and realized that maybe my silly little humor website shouldn't really be the second result for best blogs. But what I will tell you is being that I did have a number of backlinks to get me there, what it did is it exploded my traffic organically. What we're talking about is when people search on Google, obviously being in those first two or three positions really is going to generate, you know, the vast majority of those clicks. So what Chris is talking about is how do we get people to, of course, rank at that level, which is very, very difficult and usually, you know, requires a tremendous amount of effort. Can we, can we take it back a step, DJ? Because yeah. most people really don't even understand the purpose of the website. You know, web designers don't understand the purpose of the website. Web designers suck. <laughs> they generally do a really bad job. They take people's money and they steal it. Because yeah. they, they'll take $20,000 from you and they'll build you a website that generates zero business. And that's the vast majority of websites. The vast majority of websites on the internet do absolutely nothing. And that's because web designers who are allegedly professionals don't understand anything about marketing. You know, the very first thing you need to do is understand who the hell is your customer? Who's your ideal customer? Are you looking for cheap houses or are you looking for expensive houses? You know, who's your custom avatar? You need to understand that. Then you need to do keyword research. You need to understand what it is those people are typing into Google. It's pretty easy for a realtor generally. You know, are they searching for luxury real estate? Are they searching to sell my house fast? You know, that's kind of a little bit easy. But for a more harder uh, hard to understand business, generally people are searching for a problem. You know, they don't know what the solution is. Otherwise, they just go and get that solution. They're searching, you know, how to invest fifty thousand dollars? You know that's a really good keyword for multifamily syndicators. You know I've got a chunk of money, and you know, I've got an inheritance or whatever. Where do I where do I put this money? I'm searching for a problem, and your business solves that problem. Then, from that keyword research, that dictates everything: how you structure yeah. your website, how you write your content, how you set your title tags, your meta descriptions. You know, 
and, and that's that's building the website and that's the bit the web designers don't understand and then you need to you know show google that you're a trusted authority because google wants to protect people they want to make sure that their search results are accurate and they can't implicitly trust what you say they have to trust what everyone else is saying about you and that's how they how important backlinks are but that my friend is only stage one you've got right. someone to your website that ain't worth boo you know you can have people come to your website all, all day long doesn't mean you're gonna make money you need to turn that person into a customer and you know even zillow right zillow has a really fabulous web, website that generates a lot of traffic they don't capture leads very well they can in, improve their lead magnets substantially like a, a good example is amazon Amazon converts way better than every other website on the planet because everyone knows and trusts Amazon. If you're searching for, you know, blue widgets on Google and an Amazon comes up, you click on, you go, yeah, cool. I trust these guys. You've already got an account. You know, it's, it's very easy to buy with them. Where if you went to another website, you're like, I don't know these guys. If I give them my credit card number, is it safe? Is, is their product any good? Is it going to come to me? Like it, you you're standing a lot behind Amazon in trust. So asking people for money straight up is a bad idea. Like a, a really good example for say a syndication company, like I was just talking about how to invest $50,000. It's generally like multifamily syndication, that's the minimum investment. So that's a really good keyword, how to invest 50K. So you have a nice article about how to invest $50,000. You know, here's a couple of different ways. The best one being multifamily. And people are like, wow, this guy really knows what he's talking about. And then you have a nice call to action at the bottom or like an ad on the side of your, your page, or you have a timed pop-up or an exit intent pop-up. Say, hey, download our free guide about the five biggest mistakes people make when getting started with investing. The more, and that's called a lead magnet. The more relevant your lead magnet is to whatever the content was, the better it's going to convert. And there's an old saying that the money is in the list and it sure is. That's everything. That's all your website is meant to do. Attract people and get them onto your list. That's stage one. And now you've got a lead. And this is where the valuable part comes in is your nurture campaign. You need to yeah. nurture that lead. So especially if you're asking someone for 50K, you, know, you don't want to do it straight away because they're going to go, get out of here, dude. What are you, a Nigerian prince? Where if you can nurture that person and, and go, yeah, here, listen to me on this podcast. You know, watch this YouTube channel. Look, look at this article I wrote. They're like, wow, this DJ guy knows what he's talking about. And then by the time you go, hey, how about you jump on a call and I'll show you how we can help you, you know, solve your problem. That person now already understands what you do. They already know your funny accent. So they're not, not shocked when you pick up the phone. And they've proactively sought you out. So you're not filling up your pipeline with crappy leads You've got really quality leads that for one, aren't going to stand you up. They already understand what you do. They understand the commitment and they're ready to buy. And that's the purpose of a website. Yeah. And I think the way a lot of realtors uh, think about and approach building a website, and to be fair, we're not picking on realtors. We love realtors, but they have to run every part of their business. This is not always something that they know a lot about or can even spend a lot of time doing. So oftentimes, as Chris was saying at the beginning, is they hire a web designer who knows how to make things look beautiful and pretty and sparkling and with, you know, even some video right, right on the, um, some, you know, background video when, you know, somebody visits the website and it looks beautiful and then all of a sudden thousands of dollars later and they say well it's a nice online calling card it certainly showcases how 
magnificent I am and how great of a realtor I am, but I'm not really getting any leads. And what Chris was really mentioning was that's because it wasn't designed with the intent of capturing leads and then uh, pushing them through some sort of sales funnel. It, it's really an online business card, which is fine, I guess, but you should also have parts of your website that are designed to solve problems. As Chris was saying, is create content that will actually solve problems. And what you need to first do is think about what are the problems your clients have? And there's a million different ways that you can solve those problems. But Chris had brought up a really great easy suggestion for everybody out there who already has a website. Create what they, Chris mentioned a word and he said it very quickly, but I want to explain what it is. He mentioned the word exit intent. And that is a really powerful thing that if you just remember one, one thing, you could easily implement this on your site. What exit intent is, is basically a tracker on your site that is going to notice when someone is either scrolling a certain way down the page or is about to leave your website. And what that, what you can do is you can very easily with really, really very little coding understanding at all, or you can hire somebody for very cheap to do this. They can put a little pop-up, an interstitial that'll show up and say, Hey, before you leave, download this white paper, download this, you know, as Chris said, five biggest mistakes before investing $50,000 into a multifamily property, right? That's solving a problem. And that also adds somebody, of course, as Chris said, to the most valuable part of your website, which is, of course, the lead and list generation. Can, can I, like what we were talking about, what you mentioned there is a business card, right? So you can have fabulous, beautiful business cards. Sure. They don't do crap unless you are out there handing them out. And that's right. the same with the website. Beautiful websites don't sell things. It's words that sell things. And people need to see those words or it does diddly. You need to get it in front of people. A, a beautiful website will convert better, but it won't convert as well as one that gets a lot of traffic. That's the number one thing. But uh, just to touch on realtors, one thing they're missing out on the most is the average American sells their house every seven years, right? right. And they want to just use the same realtor. If you have a nurture campaign that just even has a timed email, like to keep you top of mind, send them an email every couple, couple of months. They're not going to mind that. And so when they're ready to sell, uh, sell their house again, boom, you're already top of mind. But one, one thing to think about is I often speak to realtors that are spending 15, 20 grand a month with buying leads from Zillow. Sure. And it's like, are you crazy? Zillow doesn't give a crap about you. They're just selling those leads to whoever's going to give them the most money. And so if someone else comes around with bigger pockets, they're going to buy all those leads and yours are gone. Or invest in your own business. You know, you, you, how much is it worth if you, you sell a house, even a cheap house? You get 10 grand, 10 grand commission yeah. check. You know, sell, sell a good house, you 50 grand, 100 grand. You know, like that, there's a lot of money. So what's it worth building a website? I mean, like if you really spend just 50 grand on building a great website and ranking it, wow, that you sell one house a year and it pays for it? Like how valuable is that? And then next year, the beauty of SEO over every other form of marketing is it's compounding. The work you did last year, you get this year, you get next year. So if you spend 50 grand building an awesome website and ranking it and generating consistent, reliable leads, and it makes one sale to pay for it, next year, you get all that traffic for free. It doesn't do, you know, you can stop doing SEO and it, and it keeps on working for it. That's the power of a website and investing in your business. 
Yeah, it's it's such an important thing. Is I I used to work for an IT company before I uh, got into real estate, and the uh, the 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 chief technology officer handed me a book. We were we were doing some uh, redesigns on some of the websites that that the properties we managed, and I had all of these beautiful aesthetic ideas of how to make the website you know, just gorgeous. And this is, this goes back about 15 years. And, and my ideas were good. They were aesthetically very pleasing. However, he said, well, wh- wh- where do you want the uh, the customer to go when they visit the website? I said, oh, because uh, I had only thought about, I want them to be impressed. I want them to see how beautiful everything is. And that is a good idea. But then, then what? And he gave me a book and it was called Don't Make Me Think. It's a famous book uh, for user experience for websites, for website designers, which basically is, push somebody through the funnel, head them down that path that you want them. And in, and in a realtor's case, you want them to sign up for either email notifications or download some sort of white paper or, or guide that you have or subscribe to a YouTube channel or a Facebook page. You want them to do something or contact you directly. And so you have a little, uh, you know, for example, on Chris's website, he has a Facebook Messenger plugin, which allows people to instantly chat with him and his team whenever you visit his website. How valuable is that? Incredibly valuable, right? Right? Because what, what's happening is people are visiting his website. They're like probably have a million questions about SEO and they don't have to pick up the phone and call. They can start typing in. That's just a, a, a simple plugin that anybody could add to their existing website. Yeah, for sure. You, you really don't want to make people think like it might sound counterintuitive, but you, people don't, people are really lazy. They're inherently lazy and your brain is always looking for shortcuts. And so if you can make it easy for someone, like whenever we're in a, in a, in a sales process around speaking to someone, we break it down really simple for them and write it all down. If people can read it and see it and you read it to them, it makes so much, it's just so much easier. So like what, what we do, we work with a lot of multifamily people and just go, okay, so if you want to raise a million bucks, right? You need say 20 investors at 50K. Uh, so how many people do you actually need to say that they'll give you 50K? Because when it comes to cut, cut the check. You need a lot more yeah. than that, yeah. Exactly. So say say 10 times that. So you need 200 investors ready to go so you can raise a million dollars in capital. So how many leads do you need to come in through your funnel before you get that 200, 200 good quality leads? Say 10 times that. So you need you know 2,000 people downloading your lead magnet. And what's the conversion rate on your website? Let's just say 10% again to keep it nice and easy. So you need 20,000 people coming to your website. So then you can just work out, okay, great. This is the search volume of these keywords. These are the keywords that they need to rank for. And we can work backwards. This is the website that you need to build. And this is how much that costs. You know, it's very, it, it, the beauty with any form of digital marketing, whether it's YouTube ads or Facebook ads, it's so measurable and so predictable. You can draw it all out. And if you draw it out, you know, even if you're selling a house, if you draw out the plan for your, your client, you know, we work with some quite high-end uh, luxury realtors and they walk their clients through the whole process. You know, as a realtor, you're used to doing it every day and you're like, everyone knows this, right? But that's not true. Most people don't buy and sell houses every day. They don't know the whole process. And so if you walk them through and they're like, wow, this person really knows what they're doing. I've not got any shock or un- no surprises that I have to pay this fee here or this there. They know the process and they're like, trust you so much because you were transparent with it and you saved them from having to think. <laughs> so, so let's, yeah, I mean, let's talk about what realtors could be doing more of. So if I already have a website 
and I'm not getting the leads that I want. I'm a realtor and you know, I, I'm, I'm a hyper-local realtor. I have a specific geographic area that I want people who are searching to buy homes in my area. I want them to find my website. And I understand Zillow's gonna show up number one, Redfin's gonna show up number two. You know, I, I'm not gonna be at the very, very top very easily, it's possible. But I understand I might not be at the top, but how do I just get some sort of presence where when people are searching, they might stumble across me? You're searching your local area and the more localized you get, the easier it is to rank. So it's better. And if Zillow or Redfin are coming up, that's great because they're easy to beat. On a local level, they suck. They just rank because they've got really big domain authority. The more backlinks you have, the bigger your domain authority and the easier you rank for anything. So yeah, it's the same with Amazon. If Amazon comes up for any e-commerce website, e-commerce terms, like if you want to rank for blue widgets, and Amazon comes up, it's really easy to beat Amazon. Amazon's SEO is garbage. It's just that they've got massive domain authority and so they can rank for anything without trying. So you can beat them on a local level. So one thing that's very counterintuitive is more content about the same topic can lead to de degraded results. So for instance, we've got one client that sells luxury real estate in Atlanta and you can only have one page that targets luxury real estate Atlanta. If you have multiple pages, you get what's called keyword cannibalization and Google's not sure which page should rank and different one will rank at different times and eventually they start pulling each other down. So rather than having one page on the uh, one page ranking in the top 10 of Google, you've got four pages ranking in the top 100, but all near the bottom. Uh, it's, it's, it's not ideal. So you need to be really specific in keyword mapping. You need to understand what keywords you want to rank for and then which pages to rank for each one of those. But a really good example is building out what's called informational content. So you only have one page that's about luxury real estate in Atlanta, but you need to become synonymous with real estate in Atlanta. And so some really good keywords are like cost of living in Atlanta, crime rate in Atlanta, best schools in Atlanta, you know, which shows Google, wow, this person knows everything about Atlanta. Those sort of keywords are exactly what someone that's moving to Atlanta is looking for. And they usually have really high search volume and they're really not competitive at all because they're not transactional. They're not money keywords. They're not going to convert at the same rate as someone searching luxury real estate Atlanta, but the search volume is so much higher that you know, you'll still get clients for it. But the main purpose is it builds up your overall relevancy and trust with Google. Google wants to see not that you're just there to take people's money, that you provide value and that you're about everything to do with Atlanta. So building localized information about what, whatever area you're in, that's really going to help your money pages rank better. Yeah. So let, let's use an example. So I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm a consumer. I don't know anything about real estate. I'm not a realtor and I have kids, young kids. And the most important thing or one of the most important things is picking the right school district, right? So the one of the things I'm going to type into Google before I move, because I live in Chicago, I don't know anything about Atlanta, is what are the best, uh, you know, uh, school districts in Atlanta? So what Chris is talking about is understanding what your customer needs, what they're typing in, what they're searching for, and that's a pretty obvious one that anyone with children is going to care about when they move to a new city. And guess what? They're going to search for it. So if you can create content and it's, this is the important part, it has to be really great content. It has to be the best article about school districts in Atlanta, or at least a very good article, because you want people not only to show up and, and visit that page, but you want them to stay on that page and read your content. So what Chris is talking about is 
identifying problems and creating content that solves those problems and realizing that this is not traditionally what realtors do. Realtors are, are always, you know, looking for real estate transactional stuff. They're not looking to become an authority on a particular subject, but that's exactly how you can capture leads. Yeah. And you, and you think about the compound interest on that, right? You, you build a, an article about the best schools in Atlanta, you, know, you, you rank it now and it pays you month after month after month. You know, then you, you build another article about the best social clubs, best parks, best walking tours, best, best bars, best restaurants. You know, and month after month, your website just gets more and more traffic and you know, it becomes the guide to Atlanta. People start linking to your content because it's so good. And Google just keeps rewarding you with good traffic. One of the things with SEO is it's hard to get started because Google doesn't trust you. And, and, and rightly so, because anyone can build a crappy website and say that they're the best dude in the world. And so they actually critique new websites, untrusted websites a lot harder. So it's way more important to make sure that you don't have any broken links, that your site loads faster, that it's in really good shape because Google's looking at you with a fine tooth comb to check that you're not crap. So building up that trust and authority, but once you have it, Google's just going to reward you with more and more traffic. And the, the, the more you get, the more Google likes you because they understand that people enjoy your content. So and another thing is actually what's called bounce rate. So if you have an article, uh, best schools in Atlanta, and it ranks, and people click, people click on it, they go to your website, and they quickly come back to Google. Google sees that as a crappy search result, and they'll, they'll drop you. In fact, a, a, a quite a funny story is there's this uh, SEO website called Backlinko. And oh, Brian, that's ago, Brian Dean. Yeah, we love Brian Dean. Yeah. And uh, a few years ago, he wrote, a, wrote an article how to get high page rank backlinks. And it ranked in, the, in Google for the keyword how to get high. And ah. <laughs> he got a bucket load of traffic, but obviously his Not website right is about yeah. how, to, how to get stoners. <laughs> And so Google understood that very quickly because the bounce rate was extremely high from that, uh, from that keyword because it wasn't relevant at all. And he only ranked for, I, I can't remember, less than a day, I think, and got a massive amount of traffic and then dropped in the rankings instantly. That's what Google's trying to work out, what pages should rank for and what's good for the user. So if you've got crappy content, it's not going to convert and Google's going to punish you. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. And, you know, what, what you really want to do with the content is so many people do a half-ass job of content. They, they want to, they, they identify a problem, for example, back to our Atlanta school district, you know, best school districts in Atlanta, and they write a mediocre article that really doesn't inform. We've, we've all seen this, uh, you know, all over the web. And, and then what happens is maybe they do start ranking and people start visiting as, as Chris was saying. And then what happens is people bounce out pretty quick because they realize the content isn't that good. Google notices when people bounce out and they devalue that particular page and probably the, the website entirely. So what you really want to do is, is create just an incredible content. And for a lot of our listeners, they go, oh my gosh, I'm already doing every part of a real estate transaction. Now I have to create incredible content on you know, Atlanta school districts. Oh, I don't have time for that. So what would you say to somebody who says, I, I know what I want to create. I don't have either the knowledge or the time to actually put that content together. Two, two books that changed my, I read a lot of business books uh, and I think I'm doing pretty good at business. 
and two books that really changed my business, uh, both by the same author called Mike McCallowitz. Uh, first book is Profit First, about how to always have a profitable business, which kind of sounds easy, but it's it's kind of not. You know, and so we embed profitability into everything. We won't do a job if it's not profitable. Why the hell bother? You know, and it, once you get that in all your team members' mindset that uh, we need to make profit on this or we're not doing it, then you know, it, it, it's a really good way to keep your whole team thinking. But his other book is even more powerful. It's called Clockwork. And it's about how to build a business that doesn't revolve around you. Uh, and it's so, so important. I'm not perfect at it, but you know, I took last week off, took my family up to the mountains, enjoy some, it's hot as hell inside on. We want to escape the heat. And it was great. You know, I came back and my inbox isn't overflowing and business is just hum along massive. And that's the purpose of business. Like Avery Carl that I mentioned, you know, she 3 x her business, 300% growth. She had a baby whilst doing it. And, you know, we just did a new strategy for her. I'm delivering it to her on Thursday, actually. And it's to make all of her other team members stars so that she can really step back. You know, she's got a new baby that she wants to be hanging out with. She doesn't want to be selling houses at the same rate that she was. She wants to have other people doing it and building a business that's not around her. And, you know, real, realistically, if you sell houses, you should stick to selling houses. That's what you're good at. Unless you are an SEO expert, you should not be doing SEO because it's really hard. You have yeah. to learn a lot about it. I, I talk the talk, but man, I go and sit with our nerds and man, they, they swim circles around me. This stuff is really, really chippy, but it's really, really valuable. It's like I, we use a proper first professional to do our accounts. She does a way better job than we, we do. We outsource our payroll to a payroll company because it's not what we do. Everything that our, our team members should be doing is SEO. They should be working on our client sites all the time. Anything that's not what our company does is not what we do. And that's the same for anyone in real estate. Stick to what you're good at. You know, you probably don't write your own contracts. You use a lawyer, right? And, you know, it's, it's the same. Use a service provider and stick to what you're good at. You know, if you spend 50K and you, you sell $100 million worth of houses, like, is that a good investment? <laughs> like, why would you try and do that yourself? Yeah, it's a really good point. And it's one of those things that realtors often, you know, they get, they just get stuck in, oh, I don't have time for that. And it's like, well, that's why there's, we live in a global economy. We live in a gig economy. This is the time where you can now leverage people from all over the world who are experts. And we're now longer limited to, you know, finding, if we, you know, if you needed a cold caller, for example, when people are still I'm assuming some people are still doing cold calling. Uh, you would have to put an ad in a paper or, or an ad online and you'd have to interview people, you know, locally and you'd hopefully find somebody good. Now you, the whole world is, is, is eager to help meet those needs. And tell us a little bit about art or SEO. Like what do you guys do, you know, specifically for realtors? Yeah. So I, I wish that I've sucked at lots of things in business. And one thing is, People uh, said I should niche down. I was like, oh, but why? We can do SEO for any business, right? And you can. We can work on any website. The same process works, but it's really hard. Like we have, we do have clients in, in plenty of different niches and it's really tricky when it's a new niche that we know nothing about. We have to understand their business and who their customer is and it's a lot of work. The more we've niched down into real estate, it's so much easier. It's great. Like, <laughs> you know, We've got a luxury realtor in Atlanta. We've got a luxury realtor in Naples. We've got a luxury realtor in Toronto. It's the exact same thing. You know, it's like you just you just change the, the city name and it's the exact same strategy. 
You know, that's the same with our multifamily people. We we understand what their business is. We don't have to do anything different. You know, that saves so much work and heartache for us and lets us streamline our business. So that's what we do is first conversation when we have with a client is, well, how many more clients do you want? How many houses do you want to sell? How many leads do you need? What's the customer worth to you? How much can you afford to pay to get one customer? You know, like if you if you sell if a deal's worth fifty thousand dollars to you, well, you can spend quite a, quite a lot to to get that customer, right? Sure. Uh, and so that's the sort of thing that we need to work out. But how many customers do you want? The internet is so big, our little human brains cannot understand the numbers. It's just unfathomable. Even in a, a any little niche, not Atlanta's a big city. You go to Buckhaven or Brookhead, the two most fancy fancy suburbs in Atlanta. This is my my knowledge. I've never even been to Georgia. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, even just those two suburbs have so much search volume that it's way too much for, for one, one realtor, you know. It's really, really big. So you really just need to understand how many customers do you want? You know, where do you want to be? Understanding, begin with the end in mind, what success look like for you? And a lot of people have never thought about this and don't know how to do that. And that's one thing that we help people with is let's help you understand how big your market is and set you some goals for, for the next year. And your goals will change. Like Avery's goals were to sell a bucket load of houses. And I, I thought that, you know, she really wanted to be the, the, the number one realtor in the U S and she's like, nah, I want to spend more time with my baby. You know? And it's like, okay, cool. Then let's redesign your strategy so that, you know, it's your, your team members that are the stars now so that you can step back from, from your business. And so once we understand what's important to you, then we design a strategy of how to get you there. And with digital marketing, and that's any form of digital marketing, it's so predictable. It's so, you just draw out the numbers, do the work, and it works every time. Yeah, and, and it's, it's complicated enough to where, individual realtors, unless you are have a background in SEO or SEM or IT or, or analytics, um, you're probably better off hiring somebody. In fact, not you're probably, you are definitely better off hiring somebody. This is just not your lane. And honestly, it's not my lane either. And I used to live in this lane. It's really not my lane either. Um, but you hire a company like Chris's to say, okay, here's my end goal. Here's what I want what do I need to do or, or what can you guys do to help me get to where I want to go? And a lot of it has to do with, they already have the data. They know the sales funnel. They know what gets people to click. We know what looks pretty. We don't necessarily know what converts. And oftentimes what looks pretty is not what converts. Yeah. And that's, that's the ad number that you need to, to focus on because search engine rankings and traffic, they're not going to pay the bills. It's new customers that do. That's what you need to focus on, how many customers are popping out the other end. And so uh, just to give people a really great example of what a sales funnel is, have a look at ours. It works really well. We get a lot of leads coming in and this, I don't have time to talk to everyone. It filters out the crap. It makes sure that people understand exactly what we do and that it is a a big investment. You know, I want to ask you for, you know, around $50,000, you're going to, I don't want to speak to someone that's not willing to invest $50,000 into their business. You know, I, I can help you sell $100 million worth of houses, but it's going to cost you 50K. You know, that's a pretty damn good return on your investment. You get $5 million, cost you 50 grand. Hell yeah. <laughs> but you, you need to have a sales funnel that's going to filter that stuff out. 
So if you go to artorseo.com slash keeping it real, you'll see a video of me. And if you pop in your details, I'll do a video review for you. So I'll show you exactly how many people are searching for your products and services, searching for houses in Atlanta or, or wherever you are and in what quantity, and then show you some simple things that you can do to get your website in front of where these people are and predictably grow your business and take a really close look at you know our sign-up forms, the content on our pages, uh, the emails that, that you'll receive from us, because that's exactly what a great sales funnel looks like. It's what keeps my calendar chock-a-block full, but only with really quality leads. I, you know, I don't have people that, you know, back when we, I wasn't such a good marketer and we had a crappier website, like I used to have people that would book calls and they wouldn't turn up. And it's like, man, that, that ruins your day. It's you, you're wasting time. You were waiting for someone they didn't. And that could have been a time when you were speaking to someone that's going to give you money. Our sure. conversion rate's really high because people already understand what we do and they proactively sort us out. And man, that's what you want is a kick-ass sales funnel. It'll grow your business and save your time. And I mean, if we think about it just from a meta perspective here, don't you want the same sales funnel that Chris has implemented for his own company on your website? Wouldn't that be great if you could somehow sift out the looky-loos or the people that aren't serious about working with a realtor or in Chris's case, aren't serious about investing in SEO and funnel and somehow, number one, attract all of those people to your website. And then number two, filter out the people that aren't really going to be a good use of your time or their time. And I mean, he's already built this funnel for himself. So wouldn't you want a similar funnel built for your website? But I, I promise you the the approach it takes to build something like this is a very different approach from what is considered common sense or, or aesthetically what we like. We're, we're going to be thinking about what looks cool, what feels cool. Does it flow well? Well, that's all well and good if it also converts, which means you have to be able to sacrifice sometimes what aesthetically looks nice for something that actually works better. And that requires a tremendous amount of testing. And that's what Chris's company does is they actually go through and make adjustments along the way, say, well, actually this converts better, even though maybe I might not think it looks as good. It works actually better. And at the end of the day, what's more important than generating leads is, is that's the most important thing. So a, a good example is like please. the Nigerian scammer emails, right? They, they have yeah. bad spelling mistakes on purpose because oh, it's yeah. meant to wade a, smart people from looking at them. It's meant to get the the naive gullible people. It's so ridiculously outrageous that anyone that thinks about it is going to go away. And so that they're filtering through and getting the people that they want, which is the gullible people that they can scam. You know, and that's the same thing in adverse that you need to do is have your sales funnel filter out all the people that you don't want to be wasting time with, only speaking to your ideal client. And let's, let's also, before we wrap up, I talk about the real estate, you know, the virtual master summit that's coming up. We're big fans of this. We're promoting it quite a bit. Every one of our listeners and viewers absolutely should sign up. Chris is one of the speakers. Can you tell us a little bit about the summit? For sure. So like we work a lot in real estate and it's, and it's brought us to put on the real estate master summit. Our host of the summit is Tony Potts, who is the host of Access Hollywood and also hosted the Sundance Film Festival this year. Our producer's produced for NBC. He's done work on Access Hollywood for 20 years. That's how he knows Tony and how we came to be working together. Uh, we've got 42 speakers, a massive lineup. It's not podcast format. It's where people are actually doing presentations and showing exactly what they 
they uh, what they did. Our lineup is really huge. We've got uh, people like Jim Kirkpatrick, who's the vice president of CBRE, my favorite marketer in the world, Donald Miller from StoryBrand, who's I've read his book three times. It's fabulous. We've got Avery showing how she'd made 158 million in sales. Uh, Sam from Real Closos, uh, Tristan from Lab Coat Agents, David Green from Bigger Pockets, like 42 speakers in total. Everything from commercial real estate, law, marketing, uh, sell my house fast, uh, triple net leasing. You know, there's 42 speakers and all of them are absolute ballers and it's 100% free. Uh, so go to realestatemastersummit.com and get your free ticket. Yeah, please do. this. Uh, we've had many of the guests that are featured on this have been on our show in the past. I think Real Estate Marketing Dude is also speaking uh, at your Indeed event. Indeed he is. Yep, and we, we've had him on. He's, he's an old Chicago guy uh, before he went out West, uh, but we, we, we love him. But anyway, guys, really, we could not be a bigger fan. There, there's no catch here. It is absolutely 100% free, realestatemarketingsummit.com. And Master also- Summit. If you're Master Summit. <laughs> Real Estate masterssummit.com. My apologies, realestatemasterssummit.com. And realestatemarketingsummit.com is probably something else. We don't want to go there, Real Estate <laughs> Masters Summit. Uh, but also- Buying that domain. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should buy that. Uh, but also go to Ardor, S-E-O, A-R-D-O-R-S-E-O.com forward slash keeping it real to see the uh, the sales funnel and see what Ardor can do for you. We're, we're huge fans. Guys, you need a better converting website. Are you tired of buying leads? Are you tired of not getting conversions? You have a beautiful website, nothing's happening. You got to do something about it. You got to get an expert in there. And it's not going to be the person necessarily who designs the site. That person makes it look pretty. Chris's team will make it actually work for you and generate income and generate leads. And, and look, I will tell you, I built our website for, for keeping it real pod. It might not be the most beautiful website out there, but you'll notice when you go to my website for this podcast, keepingitrealpod.com, what you'll see in the bottom right-hand corner is a little, a little pop-up. What do I want people to do? I want them to give me their email address. Why? Because every time we put out an episode, I shoot them an email. Now, we, we average about 10% of the people who visit our website click uh, uh, actually fill that out. And if you imagine over time, over the last four years, imagine the size of our list. I don't even know how big it is. It's thousands and thousands of brokers at this point, realtors, um, because all I did was just put a little thing in there that, by the way, you can listen to every episode we've ever done. You can do all sorts of cool stuff on our website. But what I really want people to do is fill out that little form and give me their email address so that I can send them every time I do an episode right to their inbox. You need something like that, but don't try to do it all yourself. Hire a company like Chris's, like Art or SEO, and they can work with you and get you to where you want to be. You need more leads. We all need more leads. The money's in the list, man. The money is in the list. Well, what a great place to, to wrap up. I want to uh, thank Chris on behalf of all, and I apologize if you're watching this, you've noticed that my room has gotten much darker because I am in a, I'm at home because uh, Chris, of course, is in Vietnam. So we're doing this from home uh, to, to account for the, the time differences. And it is now fully pitch black out outside. We started, it was light. So if you're seeing um, what has happened, there's no magic going on. It is simply uh, the nighttime at my place. But if you're the not- sun's well, over here uh, now. <laughs> yeah, the sun's over, over. Chris, it's only seven. It's about 8 a.m. where Chris is. It's about 8 p.m. my time. So uh, anyway, we, we want to thank Chris for, for taking time out of his 
busy, busy morning uh, and really getting up early to be on our show. And we want to thank on behalf of the audience, we want to thank Chris for being on and talking about Art or SEO, talking about the Real Estate Masters Summit. And of course, all the information about SEO that that realtors need to understand. Um, and also on behalf of Chris and myself, we want to thank our listeners as well as our, our video watchers and remind everyone, if you want to help us support our show and continue to grow, tell a friend, think of one other real estate agent that could benefit that one to get to that next level that wants to double their production and hasn't yet figured out how to do that, send them a link to our show. You can send them right over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com, or just have them pull up a podcast app, search for Keeping It Real and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we'll be eternally grateful. So Chris, uh, thank you so much. And also everyone, before we go, go sign up for the Real Estate Masters Summit. This is, I mean, really, we get invited being that we have a real estate podcast, we get invited to so many different conferences. None of them are free. None of them are free. This is the only one with 42 speakers. Guys, I know some of these people. It is amazing. Uh, what a brilliant idea. So realestatemasterssummit.com and also ardorseo.com forward slash keeping it real. Chris, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh.